Welcome back to the Snowman Podcast. This is your host, Gorda Van. Today's episode, episode 34. If you haven't listened to the past episodes, make sure you check them out. Um, you can see them on the uh, Snowmobiling Podcast Facebook page. Uh, we're on Twitter, Snowmobiling Podcast. And um, on SoundCloud, um, you can uh, see the episodes on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud has a great app, too, for your mobile phone. Uh, just search Snowmobiling Podcast. And on iTunes, just search Snowmobiling Podcast, and all the episodes are on there. And like I say, there's uh, 33 of them, so check them all out. There's some great legends on there. Today's episode, we are heading to Europe, and we're going to be talking to Sammy Paviki, um, organizing uh, uh He's organizing a team for the uh, for the Kane's Quest, and uh, I hope you like this. Um, if you need to contact me, you can contact me at Gord, like Gord, and the address is snowmobilingpodcast at gmail dot com. Years of spinning. Feel that adrenaline pumping Full throttle, wide open Love to hear that motor running Broken bones will heal But second place never will Gotta try it Okay, on the line with me uh, today is uh, Sammy. And Sammy, how do you pronounce your last name? Well, that's that's difficult, but it's Baivike. T A I V I K E. So Baivike. 
Okay, Sammy. Um, I, I want to talk to you about uh, you got you, you're, uh, you're, you, you're planning on running the uh, the Canes Quest uh, cross country race uh, this year with uh, your partner, uh, and, and we're going to get to that. Um, but first, I want you to tell me what uh, what, uh, what exactly do you do in uh, in uh, in Finland? Well, I've been living up to the Arctic Circle for the past twenty years, so so for a long time working here in the tourist industry mainly focusing on the winter activities and from that area for snowmobiling activities. So been riding professionally snowmobiling for the past 20 years and uh, the business has been growing pretty well and the, the numbers are growing well. So as a result of that, I had a more and more chance to stay on snowmobile also myself. So uh, yeah, I, I do ride professionally snowmobile here. Okay, what, uh, what kind of snowmobile uh, uh, do, do you ride up there? of course the safaris so if we go up to the mountains on swedish side or to russian uh russian side where the free rides are possible to do then of course we're riding more with the long snowmobiles like mountain sleds uh lynx boondocker 3700 or 3900 um or skidoo summits and uh for the long expedition ones we're more using of course boondockers as well uh, but with shorter versions so it depends on the on the snowmobile activity for long uh, sorry for the short tours like two hour safaris or uh, shorter tours that are mainly for those who have no experience on snowmobiles then we do more like like it's uh, adventure links that we are using for that side yeah. shorter two seats easy to handle so different sleds for dif- different purposes Okay, and uh, what is the, what does the one of your tours consist of? Uh, say a, 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 a person with some experience comes to uh, your um, your camp, and uh, what 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 do you take them through, and uh, how far do you go, and and where do you go? The tour starts from two hours uh, up to eight days, depending where we're going and what we're about to do. So I think that the probably the most popular ones has been like from three to four days expedition tours that we head up to the Russian borderlines um, or or to Russia itself, or then to the Arctic Ocean, end of the world, as we call it, because we actually reach the point where the, the Europe's mainland actually ends, and after that, there's just nothing, just nothing. So uh, these kind of expeditions, which are multi-day programs, and um, we organize everything during the, during the tour, so all the accommodations, meals, and services are included. I think there are a lot of people around the world who come there just to experience that and notice that what are the possibilities and what is the fun part of the snowmobiling, like real snowmobiling. Right, and so where do you start from, the town that you start from, and what what cities uh, would you uh, visit uh, in a a typical uh, tour? Well, we normally start from Rovaniemi, which is the capital of Lapland. There's a good flight connections over here, and all the services are easy, easy to reach. But we also do start from different destinations from Lapland. There are a few airports that people can fly over. and um, But majority of the tours are organized from Rovaniemi. And uh, actually, the tours are planned so that we do not stay that much in a in the civilization so we go and reach the places that people don't normally go so we stay overnight in nice cabins and huts or family places that they uh, everything is very you know nice and tidy and uh, food is ready and 
sauna is warm and drinks are cold when we reach the destination or the, the, the day tour ends. And uh, then it's nice to continue the next day. So, um, uh, and the services are here a bit different and the day distances might be long also. So if, uh, if uh, a, a couple came along uh, on, on a tour, um, uh, would, the, would the trip be fairly easy to, to ride, um, the, the train? Yeah, uh, in the Finnish side, we actually uh, stay mainly on the chrome trails. Uh, it's not allowed to go outside for trails from trails, but actually we do have a permission in some parts to do that also because we wish to teach the customers also some free ride skills because when we outside from Finland, we go to the Swedish side, for example, and then that's more like free ride area. And um, if the couple, for example, comes here, it's easy to book online also beforehand. And of course, we are keen to know the skill, skill level of the customers, how, how they are as a riders. And uh, to fit them on the right, right product. So it's no point for, for example, customers who have never been riding anything before, to try to have a like Arctic Ocean expedition, safari, uh, because they can't do it. Clearly, they just can't do it. So we start from a bit more milder things. Sometimes it's a bit hard to convince the customers that that what are the right products for them but so far we've been doing pretty well do you have a a, a, a choice of uh, of snowmobiles for uh, for the customer for say somebody with less experience to than somebody with uh, more experience uh um for for their riding suit suit their riding needs yeah that is true so it's no point to give for our asian customers first time is like 800 cc 165 horsepower snowmobile with the uh, you know <laughs> with the long math no point for that so we start we start with the easier one yeah. so uh, but actually customers are pretty aware that ha- how the things are you know they're they're not looking for too extreme normally yep and uh, do, do you have the four stroke snowmobiles there yeah we do use four-stroke snowmobiles as well mainly on the mountains we are using two strokes because of the uh, they're much lighter and it's easier to handle and while we you know turn over the snowmobiles and the for example in the climbing programs we, if you get stuck you turn it over over the roof so the two strokes are working well on that so but on the strokes two strokes we're only using the e-tech models so, right uh, yeah that's the best on the deep snow programs. But on the touring programs, then, of course, four strokes. Or if you have to pull something, then four strokes. Okay. So can you give me a, a, a rough uh, um, estimate of, uh, of what the, uh, the cost of one of your tours would be, or maybe two or three tours, and, 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 uh, and, and break them up and, uh, for, for like a three-day or, or, or a week-long and uh, different cities? Like, uh, is there, did you have that information on hand um, that you could tell us that? Yeah, if I just look on our web pages, wildnordic.fi, and I take out like Arctic adventures, and there's like snowmobile adventures and husky expeditions. So if we start, for example, our Arctic Circle backcountry two days program, it's about you know uh, about 200 days, 200 kilometers a day, and depending on the group, of course we we focus on you know technical skills on riding. Uh, we take the customers out to the woods and the, to the open swamp areas and uh, ride a bit on oh, a bit on the powder snow and learn the you know one ski turns etc. And the 
the cost for that for a two-day program, including everything, the gear, snowmobiles, gasoline, accommodation, meals, and everything, is uh, roughly 900 euros per person. Okay. And we also have guaranteed departures. So if, if you're not like a group, you can you can always join on the guaranteed departure. It's easy to book and, you know, it's a nice ride. So you... you, you if I compare it, for example... Uh, Oh yeah, so so you can join in on, on another group, or are these uh, uh, just sole groups, like your your own group, or you can join in with another group? Yeah, you can join in with another group, and uh, we have these guaranteed departures, which are always open for everybody. And uh, then, of course, we have a lot of private groups who wish to have you know, like okay, we have we have our own group, and the group sizes we aim to have is around maximum eight sleds on one group in order to keep the quality as high as possible so we don't we don't even depart with two big groups and uh, you know that's that's more convenient for us and if i if i then compare it to the um for example apiska mountain sledding in sweden it's a four-day program we have the transfers either from Lapland here and from Finnish side or the customers fly over to Kiruna, the closest airport over there. So there we start with the Avalanche training program and, you know, the riding skills, of course. We can choose the locations over there because there's a lot of and plenty of options. If, if it's more like, a, do you want to play on the snow and or do you want to practice the drops and jumps? And, and uh, so it's a, it's a nice venue over there. And over there, the price is about two thousand euros, including everything for four days. So it's, um, you know, the customers can choose the, you know, the programs that fit them the best possible way. So um, starting from, you know, let's put it like from eight hundred euros on a, on these long safaris up to four thousand euros. If we talk about, for example, like uh, uh, Arctic Ocean expeditions, starting from the Arctic Circle and reaching the Arctic Ocean, of course, they are more extreme. Right, and do you get many uh, many foreigners uh, from uh, United from uh, North America coming over? Actually, actually, not that much. Last year we have a, a charity riders. They were they were actually collecting some money for cancer research, and they were North Americans and Canadians actually coming over here. Uh, Miss Ska was the, uh, the was the group senior riders, and they actually I, th- I think they crossed the. United States and Canada with, with the with their snowmobiles flew over to Norwegian side and from Budu from Norway over the mountains with us to the Sweden and then over Sweden and over Finland and crossing the border to Russia and ended up the tour to uh, Murmansk to, to Russia. So that was their tour. So that was last year, yes. So some, yes, from North America, but not that much because of course in the United States and Canada you can you can you have fantastic places also over there to, to ride with snowmobiles. Yeah, we're always looking for uh, new adventures, though, uh, for uh, for nicer nicer locations. Uh, uh, yeah, we do have a great... Well, we have horrible horrible conditions here in Canada this year and the United States where uh, we've had somewhat of a drought in uh, in snow conditions this year. So, uh, um, yeah, we're uh, we're not doing very well this year. But uh, uh, did you ever have that problem in, uh, in, in Europe? Kind of low snow conditions? So you mean that there's lack of snow or... Lack of snow, yeah. Well, sometimes it is like that. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, you know, it changes according to the year. So uh, two years ago, we had the situation that we have really early snow. Already like uh, on October, we could do some snowmobiling here. And uh, October, November, December, January, they were great. Then on February, it started to 
turn in the bat, and you know, at the end of March, it was already gone. Yeah. So uh, the seasons are not equally with with the or the years are not brothers. Let's put it this way. Um, this year, this year has been pretty good. And so we started the season in the end of November, and looks like it's been pretty okay with the snow, cold weather. We had a very cold season, just like like it was minus forty, almost like one or one and a half weeks. And uh, but now it's been raining actually. Really, <laughs> changing fast. Yeah, what is what is generally your your uh, your season there? Uh, the season ends up here in at the Arctic Circle uh, line. Somewhere end of March, uh, mid-April. I mean, snowmobiling season. It starts somewhere in the uh, half halfway of November. But what happens then that we actually take the customers more up up to the north, up to the mountains, and we continue the season there until uh, sometimes beginning of June. So that's um, you know, for us, it's pretty cool to have the option to go for for the mountains and continue the season. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so um, let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, your, uh, your your contact info, uh, uh, websites, and contact information where people can contact you to uh, to uh, possibly uh, come in and, and, and take part in one of your adventures. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pretty simple because we're operating in the, in the Nordic areas in northern Scandinavia, and we we started to use the name Wild Nordic Finland. So whitenordic.fi is the contact to, to read the information. And also on the Facebook, White Nordic Finland. So it's pretty simple in that sense. And all the materials and all the photos and videos and everything are bookable there, or are visible over there. And you can book also the tours direct online or via email. Perfect. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, our, our readers were coming and visit you. Okay. Let's um, now let's talk about your your next adventure. Now you're, you're going to be absent from your business for a little bit. You're gonna, you're coming over to Canada to uh, take part in the uh, Kane's Quest uh, cross country race. Um, where did you hear about that? And uh, what what what, uh, what what is your interest in in the Kane's Quest event? Actually, everything started like a year ago when we were filming a new new uh, expedition model for Lynx Commander. Uh, it's it's equal it's equal like a Skidoo expedition, and uh, Toratec as a company, it's a German company, provided like all these adventurous uh, motorcycle gears and you know extra spare parts. Uh, they have launched a project together with Lynx to have a, build like an adventure snowmobile. So I, I was I was in that project uh, also involved, and during that project we were starting to talk about actually Iron Dog that it would be nice to right. participate in an Iron Dog and go to race in Canada. And uh, we got interested about it, and then the factory Lynx BRP started to get interested about that also, and uh, because we had such a good cooperation with the company. Uh, we had the mutual target to participate. Then I was in contact with the IRA dog, but the challenges were pretty interesting in that sense because, first of all, there has been lack of snow. And uh, the past two years is like, you know, it's more like a mud race. Yeah. If you look at the videos and the materials from there. And the other thing is that you can't actually participate on the race in Iron Dog with the, with the brand, which is not like... Uh, possible to buy in, in North America. Oh, really? So, yeah. Lynx was out of the question. Yes. 
Yeah. So that was like a surprise for us. So so we were kind of like giving up already. And then the, the Lynx factory contacted me. And we had a meeting and the guys were from there were like, have you ever heard about Kane's Quest? And I was like, uh, no. Uh, so they had done their research. It was like, well, actually, Kane's Quest looks like the most extreme endurance race in the world at the moment. So forget Iron Dog. We're going for Kane's Quest. <laughs> like, okay, I'm ready. And <laughs> here we are. So we started to started this project like last autumn while making the decision then that we will participate. I was in contact with Kane's Quest organization and asking, you know, for more details and the, uh, if there are any limitations. And um, yeah, then we just then we just uh, joined for the uh, for the adventure and started to build a sled. Yeah. So you, you're you have a partner. Who, uh, who who's your partner uh, that's coming on, on Kane's Quest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm actually riding with Mr. Arto Jauhiani. He's also an entrepreneur uh, from more south of Finland, from Kuopio region. He, he also has a company running the excursions and tours and snowmobiles and ATVs and during the summertime with jet skis. And uh, I've been racing with Arto before in Russia with ATVs. So last mm-hmm. year we had the, um, during the autumn, and there's a race called Arctic Trophy, which is like end run race for the ATVs. Normally the trail takes, or actually there's no any trails, you just orient here with your ATV. We start from the white ocean uh, of Kola Peninsula and cross the, the whole area uh, for five days, well, depending from five to eight days, up to the Arctic Ocean. And there's no roads, no nothing, just, just mud, swamps and mountains. Really? That sounds interesting. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool race. So we participated the first time together over there, and we won the race. Really good. And, huh? uh, and uh, for the, yeah, well, the, for the Russians, it was a it was a big hit because of the. Uh, it's very rare that foreign foreign um, teams actually win over there. So we were quite strong in that area, and our r- riding rhythm is is very equal. So we had no problem with that. And we are both very skilled on this extreme conditions with the nature, so that's the easiest part for us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was kind of like natural that we were thinking together then about Kane's Quest too. Perfect. So, okay, so your preparations for Kane's Quest, uh, what, what have you got done so far? We're uh, uh, second second week in February here, um, the race is in March. Um, what's your, how's your preparations going? Actually, we are in a bit different position with the others because the sleds have already gone. So it takes five weeks to deliver the sleds. <laughs> so all the preparation with the sleds has to be done by the end of January. So, um, yeah, they're gone. No idea where they're going at the moment. So first of all, we had to choose the sled what to use. And uh, we ended up kind of like a, a mixture of everything because while riding a lot of with the commanders, which are like expeditions in Skidoo's side, um, we notice it's a pretty heavy machine, and considering the trails and the conditions, which are, we think, it's waiting for us in <laughs> Labrador, uh, my experience is that it might, it might be a bit too heavy. And um, then, because it's a mixture of deep snow and also very, very, you know, hard surface and hard conditions, uh, we we 
plan to build up a mixture of a uh, mountain sled and a, and a race sled. So that's why we ended up with Boondocker 3700RE800CC E-Tech. I see. Okay, so it, it, it's like a, a summit that, that we would know it by uh, in, in North America, uh, the Boondocker? Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's equal with Summit, uh, but we didn't take the uh, longest one for it, right? Because we want to. The target, of course, is is to get to the finish line, of course. Right. And the key thing, what our our experience of the endurance races is that you need to keep your machines running. If you have a if if so, which means like strong parts. You really need strong parts. That's why we ended up like we take the race parts. So if you have a snow cross endurance race, a uh, snow cross uh, springs, for example, or shocks, you choose those ones, not the not the standard ones, that can take the hits for for a long time and they won't, you know, they just won't break. So we when we started to build the sleds, it was like combination of everything: shocks, springs, as strong as possible. All the bolts were changed. We chose the mat that has, you know, it's not like too rough. You know, it's like we don't choose like the mat for 62 millimeters. No, we take the mat for 44 millimeters, mm-hmm. which is okay. A bit on the softer snow, but it still doesn't go broken on the on the hard snow. Or the front part of the snowmobiles, we got it. The ski stands is wider. It's about 105 at the moment, and uh, all the bolts change over there. All the shocks and, and the Springs also changed. Extra protection for everything. Uh, even the engine is like all the bolts over there is changed so that it will it will last. So as strong as possible. And the strategy, of course, is take it easy on that sense that you really don't want to break the machine and start to prepare it over there and uh, lose lose time on it. Yeah. Did you have a problem with uh, getting uh, getting these uh, uh, more advanced parts and accessories for the for uh your uh, Lynx snowmobiles? Actually, it's not only our aim to success, it's also Lynx's aim to success. <laughs> so, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was a team collected together with Lynx BRB. So it's nice to build a sled with the uh, few-time uh, world champion dudes while, right. <laughs> while, uh, while making the plan for the sled. Like Janne Tapir from BRP Links has been winning the, the world champion five times. It's like he was in our team, you know. Yep. His experience oh. about he's been also professionally building the racelets for the others. Right. So he knows what he's talking about. Well, yeah, we know him. We know him from North America. All the, all the units. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's been there a lot. So he was in our team planning the sled, and also the whole team from BRP was involved. And you know, of course, we have a mutual target to build up the best possible sled in the world to compete on the race right and um so we it was pretty easy to get the best possible parts also fantastic okay so um your sleds your sleds have left um equipment uh, clothing and stuff like that you've got that pretty much uh, nailed too because that's uh, uh that's also important is uh, your uh, your day-to-day clothing out there <laughs> and accessories too like gps's and 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 all the all, everything all the other parts that you're gonna have to carry with you yeah, and also the spare parts, you know, it's like, you know, it's one, you know, truck full of spare parts starting from the from the track and the suspensions. And, you know, it's like a huge amount of spare parts also because 
we are not aware do we get them locally or not or can we deliver <laughs> no <laughs> yeah no yeah you got to take everything with because there's no dealerships uh <laughs> anywhere near you so uh you kind of have to be uh have kind of everything with you kind of thing it's uh yeah i, I think when once you see uh the, the layout of of the race it's it's very very rural and uh but but, but nothing i i think you're got you got you guys are going to do well because uh I mean, your adventures are going to, you know, prepare you for this for this type of event for sure. Like it's it's not like a normal cross country race, that's for sure. Um, just because it, there, yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 pretty rough, and um, it, and you know the equipment's different than any other uh, cross country race, and, uh, and the tactics are, are are very very different too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, you know the nice part of this is that normally we have paying customers with us so mm-hmm. not only we take care of ourselves <laughs> now normally we take care of also the customers and the riding distances because the guys who actually buy these kind of expeditions they're they're not beginners they're like professional riders you know guys who have been riding paris dakar many times with the motorcycle for example and now they want to have an expedition over here so these are the guys that we're riding with all the time so yeah. the day distances might be from 400 to 600 kilometers a day and the very very you know extreme conditions and that's what we do for work so that's the um, the balancing part while going to Gaines Quest. Okay, distances are long. The, the weather could be extreme. Uh, the it could change a lot, you know, during the day or night. Or, and uh, but that's that's like that's where we feel homey. But we have no idea about the terrain itself. We have no yeah <laughs> past years or any help or support on that side. So we kind of like instead of scouting two weeks before the race. We actually just fly over and you know take out the silver blue, start the engine, and start riding. Yeah, that's about it. What kind of a support crew have you got coming over with you, or are you going to rely on Canadians support crew from uh, from BRP? Well, during during the approach, of course, there has been a lot of offers for the support crew. But yes, probably we will need <laughs> as much as possible support from Canadian side as well. So please, all the locals, help us because we have no idea where we're going. <laughs> but of course, we have our own support team as well. Uh, there are two guys, Marco Ritenke, uh, he's actually working for Flatlight Films, which is one of our sponsors as well. And uh, he's normally riding a drone for the film shootings. And uh, film shooting actually one part that we're doing here also. So we are actually filming everything, our preparations, our preparation the, of the sled and uh, racers and before the race, during the race and after the race. So it's all filmed. And we are building up a document movie with flatlight films about it. And um, so Marco is one of the support teams, guys. He's also a really, really extreme rider on deep snow and mountains. And of course, while he's, he's like a Polaris fan. So, of course, you need a Polaris fan because the Polaris guys, they know how to fix sleds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a trash talking now. Are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need him. So, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But anyhow, he's, he's, a, he's a fantastic guy. Yeah. And then Hesu Tönkura is actually also our um, team leader or team manager. How was it? Team manager. Uh, so he's mainly working with the film industry and all the possible things that the, you know, arranging things. So he's a wizard. He can arrange impossible things and make it possible. 
So, um, tough guys, tough guys over there. So uh, they were voluntary and ready to go on this this one. So um, we are flying over together on 29th of uh, February, actually. Yeah, perfect. And staying there. Perfect. But, but the um, all the preparations, of course, we like I said before, we have been filming out of that, and uh, we have a web, a web page is called linksadventure.com that you can actually follow the last year project, but also this project, how's it going? And uh, uh, also outside from Kane's Quest organization online uh, system, you can follow also the race on, on our web pages because we have the transmitters also with us right. for this one. And um, so the guys who are on our support team that they will cl- collect our camera SD cars on each stop that they meet, we meet them they will have like online updates also all the time so they they actually produce some uh, of course still photos but video materials also during the race uh, from our side that how, how are we doing so um, yeah it's going to be fantastic yeah you got some nice uh, nice uh, uh, media after that uh, some nice uh, nice uh, photographs I, I don't think anybody's done that uh, yet there but uh, uh, these action cameras have all taken uh, you know, a big step in uh, in reliability now. So uh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a few people with uh, cameras and yeah. and stuff like that and uh, producing some great content. So um, okay, um, that, that's that's great. So um, what? So are, are you looking for uh, maybe some local help uh, around uh, Newfoundland area, or if 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 anybody's willing to come by and? Uh, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, we have, we have some challenges still. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the basic challenge for us is yeah, it's like well, we we fly over to actually Montreal, yeah, and uh, we need to rent a car from there and drive up to Labrador City, and uh, what we're looking for is uh, first of all either a truck or a trailer to have like uh, all the gears that we have with uh, for the support team, gasoline and everything that we need to carry with. Of okay, we need that. And, um, and uh, of course, we're looking for uh, good snowmobiles for our support team. Okay. That's that's probably what we need in some stage. Uh, one option is, of course, that the uh, we kind of like have an alliance together with other support teams. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah. Never know, you know, if we're if we're ahead or after. So is there, is there a chance for that? So. Uh, yeah, we still need have like a million things to organize. So probably the biggest thing is not where to get the truck and the trailer and the snowmobiles. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'll uh, we'll, we'll get you we'll get your email uh, uh, information uh, uh, coming up, and uh, if anybody wants to contact you and uh, can can help you out and uh, uh, and uh, be part of a of a very competitive team, I think <laughs> um, they they can do that. So um, <laughs> um, uh, what do you what are your what what are your what are your plan what are your plans after Kane's Quest? Uh, uh, you had going back home and uh, and, and doing more uh, adventures or uh, any other events coming up? Yeah, yeah, actually it is. We're after the. I hope we will race the finish line. I hope we are in one piece on the parties on twelfth of March, <laughs> and um, on um, on fourteenth we're actually flying back from Montreal and we'll be home on fifteenth. And to be honest, actually, on 17th, I already have next extreme <laughs> customers group of seven people. So uh, I probably hate snowmobile during that time, but let's yeah. see. Let's see. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the next adventure, like racing adventures, we're about to head to Ladoka 
to St. Petersburg in the end of May and we'll be racing uh, seven days and one of the world's most extreme uh, off-road competitions around Ladoka Lake, starting from St. Petersburg. So, uh, Is that AT- the Russian side. an AT- a- ATV race again? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's ATV. But the, the cool thing is that now the first time we are going with the 6 times 6 Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not doing the normal 4 times 4 So uh, So we have a special class over there. Perfect. That's fantastic. Okay, Sammy. Um, yeah, and we, yep. Oh, you were saying? Yeah, yeah, it's just about, it's still about the ATU races. Like, uh, uh, even though even Kane's course hasn't been started yet, we have started to build our ATVs. Yeah. For, for May. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're after each other. Yeah, well, fantastic. Uh, well, I, I, I wish I wish your team the best of luck. Um, you, you know, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm pulling for uh, the uh, the European uh, team this year. Um, I've I've uh, I've uh, been affiliated. Well, our my snowmobile t- television show has uh, filmed uh, Kane's Quest uh, the past two uh, two seasons, so um, uh, we we know the race uh, very well. And uh, I I think I think you're going to do really well. I, I I just have a sense that you're going to do really well in this event. Uh, it, it, it's it's almost like in a European train. So so. Yeah. I sure hope so. You know, it's like what I would hate the most. I, I, I mean, the, the whole project is a really, really expensive project to get over there. Yeah. So uh, what I would hate the most is, is, you know, smash the snowmobile after 10 kilometers on the Luxus tree. So and that's it. <laughs> I would hate that. So we try to avoid it and, you know, take it easy, ride safe, and ride home, and, um, you know, do our best, of course. Okay. Give up that easy that's good that's good well um i'm gonna i'm gonna be watching you from uh from here and um wish you luck and let's have let's have some contact information if anybody wants to wants to contact you uh you got an email um that people can contact you yeah okay or in general, if you want to send a message or or request for any of the tours or anything, it's simple as well. It's uh, info at wildnordic.fi. Info at wildnordic.fi. Correct. Yes. Perfect. Okay, Sammy, that's uh, great. Uh, thank, thanks for talking with us uh, today. Uh, re- really appreciate it. Uh, uh, I, I, have a, I have a very nice uh, 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 amount of uh, audience in, in uh, Europe, and I haven't been able to give them any content. And uh, our, our mutual friend, uh, Yanni uh, Luneman, uh, there hooked me up with you, and uh, I, I appreciate that. And uh, I, I hope uh, my European listeners um, uh, enjoy listening to this and, uh, and also wish you luck uh, on Team Europe. coming. What is the name of your team, anyway? What is the name of your team? Okay, perfect. And what number are you? Have you got a number yet? Yeah, it's 66. Actually, that is exactly the, the decree lines of the Arctic Circle. The local <laughs> Arctic Circle is 66 degrees. Nice, nice. Yeah, 66. Perfect. That's awesome. Great. So, anyway, Sammy, Sammy, thank you very much for talking with us today. And uh, wish you luck. And, um, um, you know, and, uh, and get her to the finish. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thanks a lot, Sammy. Take care. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye.